0: Remember about a week and a half ago, I made my predictions for June, and I said, Boston College is going to land 10 commitments in the month of June. And I got comments of people making fun of me, telling me I'm a homer, blah, 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 blah. Well, BC's at two right now. I have crystal balls in for a whole bunch more, and I'm going to tell you why my 10 seems like a really reasonable number on today's episode. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked on BC. I'm your host, AJ Black, editor and publisher of 247 Eagle Insider. Thank you all for listening. This is week number two of official visitors for Boston College. Last weekend, we saw 11 players leave. We had two commitments. We had Kamori Dixon, a linebacker. We kind of just zipped through this after the Halfley episode. But Kamori Dixon, a linebacker from George Washington in Virginia. And we had Desmond Stevens, a... Cornerback/safety, more likely a safety, from Clarkston, Michigan. Both committing. <clears throat> In addition to that, I left one more crystal ball out there, and the crystal balls are not behind the paywall, so I, I'm happy to talk to you about it. And that is for Jaja Boyd. Jaja Boyd is a cornerback from Pennsylvania. He was on campus last week as well. I think he's going to end up at BC. He's going to be committing at the end of June. So that's three. Right there, okay. Then, an even bigger crew descended upon Chestnut Hill this past weekend. F- fourteen commitments, uh, fourteen, yeah, no, fourteen commitments. Fourteen recruits came to BC to check out the campus for official visits. Now, the first week was much more heavy and skewed towards the defense. You saw, you know, Aiden Glover, quarterback from College of Tennessee, but for the most part, it was a lot of linebackers cornerbacks and um, defensive linemen coming in that first week. The second week was much more uh, offensive heavy. You saw Henry Hasselbeck, I think, who a lot of folks are waiting to see what happens. He came and did his official visit in between checking out, uh, actually not checking out, playing in the Mass Lacrosse tournament. I don't know how his team did because I don't follow Mass Lacrosse, but he was there. He did come. I I can confirm that. Gerby Lambert, who is one of the is, I believe, the top Massachusetts uh, recruit in the country right now, according to two four seven. Uh, he has all other official visits to Penn State and Ohio State, and Notre Dame, but he has BC in there. He's an offensive lineman. He was on campus. You had Keonde Hendry, a four-star wide receiver, who is top two hundred on two four seven. Is got major offers everywhere. He was on campus. So you're seeing where I'm coming from here, right, folks? There was a lot. There was a lot of talent, okay? Now, we're recording this. It's 923 on a Sunday night. There have been no commitments. But if you follow me on Twitter, you know that I put two crystal balls in already. And if you know about me and my crystal balls, that sounded bad. Uh, (laughs) You know me and the crystal balls. I don't put them unless I, I am confident about it, right? So I put two down. And I'll talk about them in just a moment. So... You have two on top of the three. We are now at June 12th and I have five commitments. I am feeling good about for BC. We're not even halfway through the month. So who are the two that I am putting crystal balls in on Sunday and things could change. Hey, I mean, not things could change, but things could happen by the time I record this and, and you listen to this in the morning. First is the recruit who has probably the best name out there he's on like on your screen right now we'll talk about this picture because i think it's really interesting this is turbo richard and when i looked up turbo richard i was like is that really his name and now he has another name but legitimately everywhere if you look at his his lanyard it says turbo richard if you look at his 247 profiles turbo richard his his high school page is turbo richard he's a running back a 5'9 running back From South Carolina, and his name is Turbo Richard. This this goes into the pantheons of like Spiffy Evans. Like, like if he comes, like if he does commit to BC, Turbo Richard will be one of one of those guys you see on the all name teams when they're talking about the best names. He's going to be up there, and the name is is a good indicator of what he can do. The guy ran for twenty five hundred yards last year. Had uh, 18 touchdowns, I believe, and averaged almost nine yards per carry. He's 5'9". Uh, I think he's like 190 to 200 pounds. So he's a little – he's he's big, and he can bench uh, – he can squat 500 pounds. So he's tough, too. So he's my first crystal ball. I think I, I feel pretty strongly that he's going to end up at BC. Now, his other big offer is Wake Forest, but he's got some great G5 offers as well. He's from South Carolina. Um, he's someone to watch. The other name that I, I I am I'm feeling really confident on, and I think it's a bigger deal, is Josiah Martin, who's from Geyer, Texas, big time tech uh, football program. This is a guy, folks. Just strap in for a second here. He's only a three star, but he was on campus at Alabama this spring. He was literally he was on a campus visit with Nick Saban and the staff. He announced just about a month ago that his top two were TCU and Alabama. Now, don't get it twisted. There's a lot of times when these things are, are announced that maybe TCU and Alabama like him, but he's not going to be there like immediate guys they go for. That being said, he has, I think, 38 offers. And you name a big program he's been offered by them. He runs a 4-3-40. Elite speed. Okay. And in a moment... I'm going to talk about why the wide receiver position and why I think, I, as I just said, Josiah Martin, I, I am putting him on commitment watch here. Why I think Daryl Wyatt is doing a bang-up job. I'm going to continue talking about that in just a moment. But before we do that, make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs, because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet of up to $2,500. That's two thousand five hundred dollars back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Now with basketball winding down, do you think the the Heat are done? You can get in there and get some good money. How many points uh, Jokic Jokic will have? You can get there too. Go get ready for baseball. There's always good prop bets. I love the home run prop bets. Like if you think a guy's gonna hit a home run. Um, that's always a fun one to watch. So go to FanDuel.com. It's great. It's safe and secure. You get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get a no sweat first bet of up to $2,500. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Locked on BC, AJ Black here, and we are talking Kruten. Recruit and talk in here. Um, and I know there's a, a bunch of you guys out there that are big BC recruit fans. And I have heard, you know, if you've listened to the last few years of my podcast, the name that I have pushed as the elite recruiter for BC football has been a Zarb Doverham, now defensive coordinator and, and defensive backs coach. The guy is a force in the District of Columbia. You know, you saw guys like C.J. Burton and um, uh, I mean, there's other, I'm, I'm blanking on the guy's names, but there's been a ton of talent that's come out of the D- DMV area. Uh, Jude Bowery, like if they're in that area, he's usually one of the lead recruiters. But what has impressed me more this cycle, the cycle of 2024 has been wide receiver coach Daryl Wyatt. Now, Daryl Wyatt is a former UCF wide receivers coach, but he also was a coach, a positional coach at Texas, Texas Austin. He has roots in the state of Texas. Now, this weekend, BC hosted, I think it was four or five wide receivers from Texas. So you had Josiah Martin, the one I have as a crystal ball to BC. You have Keonde Henry, the one I also mentioned, the four-star. You had Trey Griffiths a other three-star wide receiver. And then you had a kid from the class of 2026 from Texas. All of these guys are from Texas. And that doesn't even include Tamarcus Gray, who's also going to be visiting from Texas. You know, obviously he's going to close on some of these guys. But the fact that you have a guy like Henry who, um, you know, he's got big-time programs, he told me, and this is going to go up, On two four seven tomorrow, I have an exclusive interview with Keanu Henry. He said to me that Daryl Wyatt, from since I met him, I can honestly say he's the best coach by far, and he knows a lot. So that tells you that these kids are listening to him. They are connecting with Daryl Wyatt, and this is making a position that be like we we saw obviously when you see the guy out there on the picture if you're watching on YouTube, Zay Flowers do a lot for BC and and be that first like really big wide receiver. To me, it strikes me that this this is going to become a trend for BC. Finally, Boston College is going to start to develop wide receivers for the first time in my life. Like, yeah, Richie Cannell is nice. And you know, um and, and Alex Amadon and and some of the guys from You know, yesteryear, I mean, you guys can go back in the, in the, in the annals and and name some players too, but it's always one guy here, one guy here to me, you, you now have Joseph Griffin, Ryan O'Keefe. You have big, you know, Jaden Skeet, who's, he may not even play this year, but he's got a ton of talent. You're bringing in guys that Nate, Nate, uh, Nate Johnson from last year, I've heard great things and no one's talking about him. This is a speedster from 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 Florida. BC is starting to get this wide receiver position right, and and uh, this is not to say that you know there's obviously other issues on other positions. Like obviously, you'd want to see more offensive line growth, things like that. I'm just I'm sticking with wide receiver right now. I think right now, if you were to ask me who the best recruiting coach on the staff is, I would say Daryl Wyatt. And that's no knock on AAR. I just think. Wyatt has done such a great job in just two years. He, he brought in Ryan O'Keefe. He brought in Tommy Castellanos, the quarterback that's going to back up and, or, or battle with, with Emmett Moorhead. And he's bringing in potential four stars all over the place. He's recruiting well in the state of Texas. This guy is something, something special. Now let's get into, that was my, my thoughts on the wide receivers and, you know, If BC goes out there and tanks, all this is is for, for not like, you know, you can recruit your butt off, but if the staff is, is going to get fired or toast or whatever, you know, there is, that, that doesn't matter. But I, I'm just telling you where things are at, at this point. Right. So also this weekend, so turbo Richard put this picture up. BC had their biggest group, 14 recruits on campus. And who comes by to visit? Zay Flowers. As I said, there was an enormous group of wide receivers from around the country on campus. There was talented tight ends. Benjamin Blackburn, who was their top tight end on their board. There was Henry Hazelback. I mean, you bring in a guy that redefined an offense who lived and breathed Boston College football. And all and you see, like this was a smart, savvy move. And I don't I've talked to a couple kids, and it doesn't sound like Zay was there that long. But that's all you need. You don't need him to like show them around, just saying hi I like you know, take a picture with him, like what Turbo has here, right? This this is exactly the kind of move the staff should do to sell the program. Anytime you can get a Zay Flowers in, you can get a Zion Johnson, even going back. I saw Elijah strong. Who's a forward for the basketball team meeting with Luke Keekley in a, in a g- high school gym. And now they're both in the same state. I, be- I believe they're both in North Carolina. Um, but that's the kind of way to, 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 to manage and, and sell this program. The staff does it on their own, but you need that extra layer when you're a wide receiver and you have Zay flowers, who was just a first round draft pick who was dynamic and loved and, and, Clearly, it was reciprocal because he stayed there. That is a great marketing tool, and good on BC for doing that because you needed to make this weekend special and doing whatever you can to 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 get your program to stand out. Because many of these kids, you know, Keionde Henry is going to be checking out three other programs or two other programs. You got kids checking out four or five other programs, and when they do that, you need to have something like you can all do the same stupid photo photo shoots. You can have the bed littered with pictures for their hotel room, but adding something like a Zay flowers, adding something like that can make something incredibly special for the program. So that was a really smart move by the staff. I like that a lot. Now we're going to have to wait and see what happens here because uh, in other recruiting news, you know you love to see the kids come in, but you have to realistically also say to yourself, some of these kids aren't going to commit, and that's starting to happen. We lost BC lost one of the guys I was hoping they would land as a higher end recruit, which was Chabuzi and Wuka's younger brother, Abina Omuka, committed to West Virginia. Kyle Altoona, who I don't believe was on campus yet, also committed to West Virginia uh so two guys uh, Montel Johnson who was lower on their board for for Rutgers so you see a couple guys here and there and and that's how this recruiting works you'll add some new names to the to the big board and all that good stuff i, I the west virginia pair and Nwuka and Altuner confused me to any to the nth degree because they're not going to a program that's any more stable than bc i mean if you were to find if you were to find a Hot seat rankings. Neil Brown at West Virginia is probably at the top. So I don't know if it's an NIL thing. I know everyone jumps to that every time, but I don't think Abina and Wuka is going to really bring in Kyla Tuner, who are both like mid three, th- you know, three stars, are going to bring in huge NIL money. But I know everyone just goes to that. But um, So that's that's my thoughts on, on recruiting for the weekend. Now, AJ is going to get negative in just a second because – Baseball, off of their most successful season all-time, with they tie their their, um, all-time win record. They go and lose two of their coaching staff. I'm going to talk about what I heard and why it's not a good sign for this program. We'll get into that in just a moment. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black, and we are talking about baseball here now this weekend two coaches on boston college's staff left and first is kevin vance who is their recruiting coordinator and pitching coach who just started in 2021 and additionally they lost hitting coach Tyler Holt. So you lost your two highest assistant coaches. Now the, the Kendall Rogers tweeted out, uh, he's, you know, a big baseball guy that Tyler Holt left because it sounds like the decision to leave was based on some budgetary constraints at BC. I was like, okay, that's bad. Vance, who's done a nice job of getting BC's pitching staff from being a, a train wreck a couple of years ago to much more manageable this year left to go to Arizona. And Mike Gambino told the new England baseball journal that he went to a place where he would get more money. And that's what our all goals are. Now, before I get into this, let me just start this off by saying, I'm not naive to know that almost every program, every program out there is a stepping stone. Okay. BC is not just the only stepping stone program out there. Believe me, if Dave Clausen got a multi, you know, a $3 million or $4 million raise to go to, you know, Notre Dame or the Gators or whatever, he'd do it in a heartbeat. That's the way this, this world works. There's not really many end destination jobs out there. Arizona baseball, I believe, is really good. So that makes sense. But when I hear budgetary constraints for losing your hitting coach after you produce, you know, batters, you know, like Honeyman, Travis Honeyman and Joey Fatrano and Cameron Leary, that that's a tough pill to swallow. And I I get irritated when I hear budgetary constraints when a school like Boston College is charging eighty thousand dollars a year for students to go to school there when they're bringing in ACC money and they're not really paying out that much to our coaching staffs compared to other like schools in in any sport baseball. I've heard bad. I mean, I've heard really bad things about how much they pay there. This is not good. This is not showcasing what BC could be. Now you've seen different programs start to get their their act together in terms of budgets. Jeff Hathley has been able to up his budget to get more staff in. Uh, basketball has done some nice job of bringing some nice names in, but baseball should be there too. Baseball should be able to afford to keep their their staff, and they shouldn't be sending. You know, they shouldn't be cutting guys because their coaches, you know, aren't making enough money. BC may, BC is an institution that strives for excellence. Money should never be an issue unless it becomes an issue. Like don't let it become an issue, right? Like if a coach, if you want to, you're in the ACC and you need to be paying your coaches, uh, you know, commensurate to what most other programs are. And the fact that they're not, that after a season where there was so much goodwill, baseball was dead. And someone I saw someone in my YouTube comments comment like, "Oh, AJ, you were wrong about Gambino." I mean, come on, folks. Unless you're a parent of the player, I think everyone was wrong on Gambino this year. I don't think, and, and maybe if you worked for BC, I don't think anyone really imagined that BC would have the year that they had, right? So now that your team has. People paying attention. There's people talking about it. There's people watching it. You need to put the money back into that program so that it can sustain. So that you don't lose those fans. That those fans don't go. Well, they're cheap. This is Boston College all over again, and walk out. That's what happens to all your programs. Because if you're not paying for a good product on the field, you're going to fall behind, and then people aren't just going to go watch it because they're BC fan, uh, BC graduates. That's only for people like me who who have clear issues with finding more important things to do. Most people just tune out and go watch the socks or do something else. So this is this is disheartening. Now it's up to the it's up to the the school. Like if they're an ACC level program, you just put all this money into the Pete Frady Center, into the the Harrington Athletics comp, comp, Complex. Please. Go out there and get a good hitting coach. Get another good pitching coach. Don't cheap out on this. Do not go out there and lowball this because you want to save money. We're an ACC-level program, Boston College is. Go out there and act like it. This is AJ Black. We'll be back to talk more recruiting news on Wednesday. Sorry, I got a little heated there at the end. Um, Follow me on Twitter at AJBlack247. You can hit me up on Twitter. Become a member of Eagle Insider. We have two more days left where you can get 60% off a year. Someone broke it down. It's like 12 cents a day. You get a dime and two pennies. That's the cost it's going to cost you to become a member. Go over to Eagle Insider. Sign up. You're going to get interviews with the recruits. My predictions, my scouting analysis, everything. I, I, I think I had like 14 to 20, between 14 and 20 VIP pieces alone last week. Best best deal in the business. Go sign up right now. And there's a great community of BC fans out there, too, in the, in the message board. So it's a lot of fun. Become an Eagles insider. We'll be back again on Wednesday. Remember, we're not on every day during the summer, so I'll be back on Wednesday. We'll see you all again soon. Take care.